You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly pop and geek culture show covering movies, TV, games, and comics. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where we're morbid all the time. Help, I'm morbid out! Oh no, it's morbid time! I'm Josh. I'm Sam. And hopefully after this we'll be more billionaires. I'm Cody. <laughs> Oh, we have a great show for you this week, a bunch of news, but first let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Check it out! Still no clips. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> lay low on the clips for a few weeks, and then when they come back, people will be more excited for the clips. <laughs> Like Family Guy cutaways. Exactly. Exactly. Less is more. <laughs> Remember that time when... Hey, Lois. Giggity. Very lackluster giggity. <laughs> giggity. That's Family Guy. Yep. <laughs> I, so... Hello, I'm the Family Guy. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> uh. All right, so oh, I'm the evil baby. Ooh, ooh grumpy. <laughs> Kill I'm gonna... Lois. Does he still do that? I don't I think don't he know. does that anymore. <laughs> it's all it's all about it's all about him and Brian's like weird wacky friendship. adventures. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, <laughs> Brian and Stewie is uh, uh, Rick and Morty light. Yeah, as yeah, a parent, kind of at this <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about some things we've been doing, and uh, I'll tell you what I did. I'm morbed. You, you morbed all over the place. Yes. Uh, I watched much maligned <laughs> 2022 Sony films in association with Marvel Entertainment's Morbius. And hey, guess what? That movie sucks. <laughs> Starring Jared Leto is John Morbius. Uh, Mor- uh, John Mike, Morbius. M- Michael Morbius. That's the name. Yep. Oh, Mike Morbius. Yeah. yeah. Quit touching your mic. Morbius. <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, I, I want to do a deep dive on this movie because it's it's garbage and no one should see it. I watched it so you don't have to. Um, so it's, well, it, it's baffling how bad this film is. Uh, the, the best way I can describe it is, you know, the feeling that you guys had going into the Venom movie without knowing in hindsight, that Venom was going to be a good movie, <laughs> or at it's, least an entertaining movie. It's it's that it's that feeling. It's what more, it's what Venom should have been, like <laughs> an, o- been. an overly dramatic, a garbage film <laughs> with bad CG effects and um just a a ludicrous plot. So first thing right off the bat, it says um the <laughs> in the opening credits there's like three credits in a row that all say in association with marvel entertainment so they really wanted to drive home that this is a marvel film kind of although the in association part seems much larger than it has in other sony funded films like marvel was like eh, maybe we shouldn't let maybe we should let go this isn't really us yeah. this isn't really us so Morbius is the story of Michael Morbius, who has a uh, blood disease that makes his legs bad. That's the only thing I can tell that was wrong with him was that he had to walk with crutches because the blood made his legs bad. And <laughs> and then he used science to splice himself with a vampire bat and made himself a, sci- a science vampire by accident. 
I hate it when that happens. Yeah, it's oh, it's the worst. Dang. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, in Mar- in especially like older Marvel comics, there are so many scientists that do dumb things and become w- yeah. either villains or heroes. That's basically it. Yeah. Help! I did a science, and now I'm a lizard. I'm the lizard. <laughs> yeah. No, this one he's he's kind of a Batman, kinda. He has a man bat, kind of a man, kind bat. of a man bat, but not even <laughs> that. He has like you know the requisite super strength and agility. He can use his ears like echolocation when it has this weird effect, like the hairs on his ears, like start flipping back and forth, like actual bat ears. (laughs) And then also, I'm not sure how this works, but how does does he do echolocation if he doesn't screech first? Well, he also screeches. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, he he uses it like uh, Daredevil's um, uh, blind powers. Mm. Um, But the one thing like, I know this is a comic book movie and I shouldn't be tearing it apart. It's fine. But how does a man with just a little bit of vampire bat DNA in him cause him to fly unaided like Superman? <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't even grow wings? They, no. They, that was a perfect opportunity to give him rad bat wings. And they no, said, no. You know, I think DC would have been like, hey, wait a minute. No, he just flies around and he has like this weird CG wispy effect that's flying, swirling around him. Oh, I saw clips of that. It looks terrible. Yeah, it looks good when it's just him because you can say, oh, it's just kind of his senses. Like it's what he's seeing, but it's not what everybody else is saying. But then whenever he is flying against Doctor Who, which, oh yeah, the villain of this is Matt Smith. It's Doctor Who. From, from here on out, I'm going to call him Doctor Who. Um, he, they both have it and it just looks stupid. <laughs> mm. So, so he accidentally morbs himself and becomes a, a, a living vampire and he hates himself because, oh no, I have to drink blood. Although I'm a scientist and developed synthetic blood years ago and I drink them like Capri Suns, <laughs> but the, but the synthetic blood isn't, a, isn't actually, it's losing its effectiveness. So I'm going to have to start drinking real blood soon. Here's the thing. He had a blood disease that required a full blood transfusion three times daily. How is that different than than drinking blood? When he's a vampire, he's able to drink like one blood bag like a Capri Sun and he's good for the day. So it's kind of a net win. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's also super science doctor man who has more money than he has all the money. So he could just buy bags of blood. He doesn't need to drink people. I mean, I guess maybe it's fresher from the tap. Must, must be blood, must be fresh. But like, it seems to me that there is a very, very clear solution to his problem that he already has and has been using for his entire adult and childhood life. But he's also like a super genius because when he's a kid and living in the and the uh, the the blood cancer or orphanage for for special children with blood diseases with blood diseases he saves, it's a real long title on a plaque it is <laughs> yes he saves his best friend's life by fixing his dialysis machine with the with the spring from a ballport pin okay yeah and his friend grows up his small blood boyfriend <laughs> grows up to be Matt Smith who also has the blood disease. What a what a coincidence! What a coincidence! So, um, yeah. It's, so, so Morbius saved his life, but he hates him. No, they 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 are super best friends. But Morbius oh. uses the his thing to turn himself into you know cure his disease, which it cures his, his disease. That's good. And when Matt Smith shows up and goes, "Hey, Morbius, you know all that money I gave you to help cure our disease together because we're best friends? It looks like you it worked on you." 
can I have some? And Morbius is like, no, this is a curse. No, don't do it. And, and Matt Smith is like, no, I think I'm just going to steal this this syringe full of bat DNA and inject it in myself and no, give myself know, I, bat powers. You know, I think, no, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take the cure, I think. Yeah. You know what? I've weighed my options and dying within the next couple of years or having to drink blood every now and then. <laughs> I think I'll take my chances. So that's what Matt Smith is the um, he's the highlight of the film. He's actually really, really funny. Uh, he's also, you know, he's definitely the bad guy. He he does not have the qualms about going around eating people uh, for sustenance. Um, <laughs> and they can go out during the day. Oh yeah, they're uh, well because they're not garlic vampires. No. They're not they're not supernatural vampires. There's, they're science vampires. There, there's a very confusing scene in which Morbius meets his his kind of girlfriend, also doctor, in a um, <laughs> in a diner. Miss, and there's and she Miss Morbius. Miss Morbius. Well, you know, Ms. Morbius, <laughs> and she offers him a cup of coffee while they're sitting there, and he's like, "No thanks, I, I'm laying off caffeine." And she goes, "It's decaf. Why don't you take it?" So he goes to reach for it and like kind of recoils a little bit, but is play acting. And it took me a minute to go, "Oh, the cup was sitting in sunlight." So he goes to grab for it and he goes, "Ah, ah!" He goes, "Oh wait, no, I'm not that kind of vampire." But the scene before it. He met her while right while they were riding on a bus together in broad daylight. <laughs> she knew that he didn't have the sun aversion. She knew this. She knew this. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> also, there are two CIA operatives that are out after Morbius because when you morb out for the first time, you can't control yourself and you eat a bunch of people. So Morbius, who was doing illegal science on a boat. Uh, <laughs> killed a bunch of people killed a bunch of uh bad the person more, the more boat the more boat yes <laughs> his, Quick, his, the more his, cave. his speed more boat uh <laughs> he he ate he drank and ate a bunch of um mercenary like immoral mercenaries that he hired to protect himself from himself in case his illegal <laughs> science went bad so like he were he would they were on his payroll and he drank them and so the cia is after him Although at one point the CIA said, well, you know, they're kind of bad guys. We don't really care, but wasn't, we're going to do this anyway. Wasn't he in international waters, too, to do his science? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then, then the that's FBI, the whole point. The FBI has zero jurisdiction. Yeah. Well, tell that to... Movie, uh, movie FBI. Tell that to uh, what's-his-name from Fast and the Furious, um, Roman, from the Fast and the Fur Furious movies, which they give him no comedy lines. They give his partner... All of the comedy lights, including <laughs> a part where he's they go into um, uh, Morbius's girlfriend's apartment and they see, oh, like, oh, she has a cat. And he's and the the partner, the funny partner picks is like trying to find the cat in the apartment or whatever. So he picks up the cat's litter box and starts shaking it around going here, kitty, 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 which is like shaking shaking poop yeah. which is i mean i guess it's an allegory for what sony was doing to the audience for this movie <laughs> shaking shaking refuse at us saying yeah. hey you love this right it's, it's like trying to get a baby to crawl to you by shaking a diaper. a diaper a full diaper yeah so <laughs> so the movie keeps going and and doctor who keeps eating people and morbius is like uh i gotta I got to stop my friend, but also the monster I've become. Oh, no. So they end up <laughs> I'm, having... I'm morally conflicted. I'm morally conflicted. So they end up having a third act CGI nightmare fight 
where they're flipping around and 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 doing the scary I Morbius mean, face. I mean, Venom did that too. Yeah, and then in the climax, the climax of the fight, Morbius does a big bat scream, and a bunch of bats come in and swarm Doctor Who, and and he also Morbius also does the hand motions for a Hadoken from Street Fighter, and a bunch <laughs> of bats just fly at him. He does a bat Hadoken, bat Doken. Yeah, and while and while more, more Doken. Yeah, and while Bat Smith is being bat swarmed by while, bat, bat, while bat, Smith bat Smith was being uh, morbed by bats um, which he should also be able to control because he yeah, has the he bat has powers the same exact but don't worry about it while he's distracted uh, Morbius Barely runs up and stabs him with a syringe full of blood cancer and kills him <laughs> who just carries around a syringe of blood cancer Morbius <sighs> now I will say there are a couple of halfway decent lines in the film believe it or not there's one early in the movie where pre-morb Morbius and Doctor Who are having it are talking back and forth and stuff and they're talking about oh he's um, uh, Matt Smith is giving uh, Morbius a hard time about his kind of half science girlfriend and Morbius says oh hey how do you how do you know about love and he goes oh, I you know I read magazines and I watch romance movies and Morbius says if you start talking about the notebook again I'm going to turn around and slowly limp in the opposite direction <laughs> which is a funny joke because yeah. they're both on crutches at this point <laughs> and there's another scene in which okay so Morbius needs a science lab to create his uh, blood cancer uh, syringe to stop Doctor Who so he overhears with his echolocation a couple of thugs trying to pass off counterfeit hundred dollar bills and they mention they need to get back to the lab to make more hundred dollar bills so these what? counterfeiters live in a science lab and morbius is like hmm i need a science lab and they're all the same and they say hey, it all works together you know so he goes to the uh, uh the counterfeiting lab it starts breaking the fingers of one of the of the main thug there. And, you know, you, in your action movie, the guy says, who are you? Like crying and like yelling, who are you? And Morbius looks at him and goes, I am Venom. Because they earlier set up in the movie very clearly that this is in the same universe as Venom. <laughs> and I mean, if you're a supernatural monster man. And you know, and there's public knowledge of another monster man somewhere in the United States. Why wouldn't you blame yeah, your actions other. on the other well-known monster, monster man? <laughs> so two good lines in the entire film. But the thing that gets me the most, <laughs> the thing that gets me it the really absolute most, your gears. what really grinds my gears are the two mid-credit scenes. There are two of them because Sony was so convinced that we need to tie this into Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Also, whenever they show a newspaper saying Michael Morbius vampire on the cover, <laughs> they just coincidentally pan up just a little bit. And it's the Daily Bugle. Of, of course, course. Because of yeah. course it is. Because it's got to be Spider-Man. I mean, I did see the picture in that, or uh, in the, one of the shots of the movie. There's like a poster of Spider-Man or something. on the on That is wall. trailer only. It's not in the film. Oh. Uh, that is trailer only. So like only. the big spray painted murderer across spider-man that, that is only in the that's trailer only to drum up uh excitement mm. for morbius but no in the first post-credit sequence a big cloud of of mystical smoke surrounds this uh, universe's um new york city and then it cuts to inside a, a prison cell and th <laughs> and then michael keaton shows up and he goes huh it's uh, showtime <laughs> well he does the beetlejuice voice kind of and he goes huh Hope the food's better here. And then it cuts to a news report saying, hey, this is a weird news article. Some guy named Adrian Toomes just showed up in prison and we have no record of him. So I guess we're going to let him go free, <laughs> which which is not how 
it worked in Spider-Man No Way Home. No. It was all, every, all the different universes going into the MCU. It wasn't that they were jumping back and forth between different ones. That makes no sense. <laughs> but, but, the one that really makes no sense, second mid-credit sequence. There are two mid, it's not an end credits, two mid-credit sequence. It cuts to Michael Morbius, who has saved the day by killing his friend with blood cancer, and he's just driving away in his sports car. I guess he doesn't worry about him being the a, more mobile. The more mobile. He, I guess, he doesn't worry about himself being like a a, a, a supernatural killer of and, and drinker of blood or whatever. He's just like, I'm just gonna go for a drive. Drives out to the middle of nowhere, gets out of his car, and stands all all imposing and whatnot. And then out of nowhere, the vulture in full suit. <laughs> Wait. Which shouldn't exist because he didn't have it in prison, and he also couldn't build one in this universe because he didn't have science from the uh, the aliens from Avengers. The, the sh- or the uh, the Chitari. Yeah, but no, shut up. He just shows up in, <laughs> in his, his in his full vulture it, suit in his Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes, outfit. yes, and he he lands. Doesn't take his helmet off. He lands and goes, "Huh, you're Michael Morbius. I've read about you somewhere, somewhere." <laughs> And he says, I literally quote, I don't know how I got here. Probably Spider-Man's fault. You seem cool. Let's team up. For, for what? <laughs> Let's team up and do crimes. Yeah. Why? Let's find, Why? Let's find four other villains and make some sort of sinister collective. Why? It makes, it, it makes no, no sense. Why? Huh. I'm surprised Marvel Studios was like, yeah, we're not going to use Vulture again. You can have him. I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. But he, he literally goes, I don't know how I got here. Probably Spider-Man's fault. Anyway. Yeah. I- <laughs> that's exactly my response when I first saw it. Oh. <sighs> What I do love are all the memes. I love the biggest <laughs> memes. People have taken to this movie. I there hasn't been a movie that has been so memed since I think the B movie. <laughs> that's that's on our news yeah. uh, items. So yeah. we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I I do want to share one that I saw, and this is a deep cut. So people have been replacing things with like morb. Because, you know, I'm morbing out. I, oh, I, Wait, I, well, he actually says that? He doesn't say that, but he does say um he, he does say I'm starting to get ang- hungry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's even- morbid time. It's, it's morbid time. <laughs> it's, I like how you're trying yeah. to do clobbering yeah. time. It's morbid time. time. There we go. I like it. Ugh. But there was one meme online that I saw, and it was a deep cut to Space Ghost Coast to Coast, <laughs> where it had uh, Morbius on the, on the TV, and it was Space Ghost, and it said, nobody cares, Morby. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> and that's a that's a joke for only the three of us in this room. But I don't care. It was it's hilarious. But uh, uh, yeah, so that's Morbius. Don't watch it. Or you know what? If you love bad movies, <laughs> the action's okay. Yeah. It kind of sucks, but don't, it's don't give anybody money to see this movie. No, don't spend God, money don't, to see Morbius. Yeah. Don't do it. Can't yes. wait for it to pop up on Disney on Disney Plus. On Disney on Disney Morbs. <laughs> on more Morbi Plus. Morbi Plus. It's 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 a streaming service. <laughs> it's like Tubi, but it's, it's movie <laughs> Morbi. Morb Amount Plus. Paramorb. Paramorb. There it is. There it is. Anyway. Uh I, I watched a good movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I watched the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh yeah. Movie. How was that? 
It was very, very good. Like, extremely good. Um, And I thought I was getting tired of these, like, oh, look, we smashed together a bunch of of properties. I clapped when I saw it. But it's so much more than that. There's actually, like, a fun story a kind of the detective-y story. Is it like, like a Roger ro- Rabbit? Is it, is it, I was going to say, is this like a modern Roger Rabbit? It is very much a modern Roger Rabbit. Is it as good? I don't know. I haven't seen Roger Rabbit in like 15 years. Mm. <laughs> I used Probably to watch Roger more. Rabbit all the time. But I love yeah. When I was Roger a kid, I, I loved it. Yeah. It's definitely a good modern version of that concept. Cool. Um, it's not just things Disney owns. They go cross. I saw they had Sonic. Well, yeah, they have they have Ugly Sonic, <laughs> who is the Sonic from the trailer, the trailer before they fixed got, it. They got internet bullied. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, and I read that they didn't have to get permission for that because it's parody. Oh, really? Because they always refer to him as Ugly Sonic. Oh, and he has he has different features. Then yeah. it's okay. It's a dumb Starbucks situation. Okay. Ah, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But uh, don't don't go into it expecting like this is the show that I loved as a child and it's oh, a new version no. of that. It is not the that. trailers made it very clear that that's not what you were like. Looking, yeah, yeah, it's it like for. they were actors in a TV show. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. if they if it was just plain Rescue Rangers, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't, wouldn't work be quite as well. Good. Yeah, it, that's that's just a goofy cartoon from the nineties. Yeah, that you'd have to build a lot on top of to make a movie out of it. Yeah, and this approach yeah. is is much better. Um, there is a lot of fun cameos that you wouldn't expect, but beyond that, the writing itself is funny, and the the story, the development of the characters, where where Dale learns to not be so selfish, and Chip learns to loosen up, loosen up. Okay. Like it's fun, and well, it's a partial Lonely Island film anyway, isn't it? Like yeah. it's done by the guys who. Yeah, and it's up to their level. And their of level. Quality. Okay, well then, well then, good. Yeah, then I'm in. And and is technically a kids movie, but just barely. Okay, that's I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm on board. That's great. You could very easily watch this without a child, and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> cool. I mean, I I I pretty much loved it. It was really good. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to checking it out. I'm probably gonna watch it this yeah. weekend. I don't want to spoil the the plot. Yeah, don't. Stuff. Yeah, don't spoil the plot. We only spoil the plot of bad things here. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, I don't know what to choose. Uh, well, while I- you're thinking, I can go do a quick one. All right. I watched a pilot for a crowdfunded uh, show on YouTube that is, uh, what if they took the Riverdale treatment and applied it to Scooby Doo? It's called Mystery Inc. And it is surprisingly good. <laughs> like it's just as ridiculous and over the top and like melodramatic as as Riverdale. I think that makes more sense but than if, Riverdale. It fits better with the with the Scooby Doo crew. Yeah. Um. It takes place in Coolsville, Ohio. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wasn't that where uh, a pup named Scooby Doo took place? Yeah. Yep. Oh, there are allusions to all Scooby Doo franchises including the hex girls from the the witch's curse nice. and also vincent the cult of van ghoul <laughs> vincent van ghoul from hmm. 13 ghosts of scooby-doo uh yeah so i mean the show opens with fred coming down in the middle from his second story of his house in the middle of the night to witness his parents being murdered by a, a demon ghost <laughs> 
like an actual ghost that he swings at with a baseball bat and evaporates into thin air. <laughs> um, and you know, this episode, it's just, it's the pilot. They're introducing all the characters and they, you know, the, the, uh, you know, that you have the, the shaggy character who everyone calls Norville, but he's secretly the, uh, the rave guy shaggy <laughs> and his, uh, and his dog Scoob Scooby, who is, uh, in this he, Scooby doesn't talk, but shaggy talks to Scooby and responds as though he's re- talking to him as a means to calm calm his nerves. Huh? Which is an interesting take. Yeah. Also, they, there's a throwaway line of Scooby being a retired police dog, so he is kind of a detective dog. That's mm. cool. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. Scooby uh, or Shaggy's dad is the um, um, sheriff of Coolsville, so he's you know, and and Shaggy is also a reluctant drug dealer. <laughs> I feel like in Mystery Inc. Um, wasn't Fred's dad the the sheriff? mayor? Oh, he was the he, mayor. He was the okay. mayor. Um, Daphne, uh, the, the, the show starts with all four of them not knowing each other. And by the end of the first episode, only Fred and Velma have teamed up huh. because, um, um, Fred is kind of obsessed with finding out what this thing was that killed his parents. And Velma's like, Oh, you mean this thing that looks exactly like what my mom saw when my dad was killed? So, uh, huh. long story short, short, they go to Velma's, uh, alcoholics mom's, um, occult bookstore and accidentally summon the minor 49er from a spooky book. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they actually call him the minor 49er in it. <laughs> they say, Oh, this, this ghost, he looks like a minor. And Velma's like, there hasn't been any, uh, an active mine in here in this town since 1849. So later on in the episode, Fred just calls him, Oh, we got to go stop that minor 49er guy. <laughs> um, I hope this, the kooky space kook shows up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, the next one is the the nasty night or the ghost night <laughs> from original Scooby Doo. Hmm. That's the, like the first ep- no, episode. No, I, like I, I thought the creeper was the first episode. No, no, yeah, it's the first one's either the night or a mummy. Yeah, it's it's one of the early ones, and then um, there are allusions to other Hanna Barbera shows. Like for example, at one point, um, Fred's lawyer, family lawyer, comes in and says, "Hey, you know." You can either go stay with your you're 17. You can either go stay with your aunt and uncle out of town or we you could technically be illegally emancipated. They let your family left you the house in your name. So like we could do this. His lawyer's name is Harvey. (laughs) Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. (laughs) Nice. Uh, There are so many, so many references to different things. There was something there was some obscure Hanna-Barbera cartoon where someone had something called joy juice. I'm not sure what it is, but it's a reference. And that is the, that is the town drug of choice that Shaggy has being bullied into dealing by a bunch of jocks at Coolsville high school. What was the drug in Riverdale? I had a jingle name. jangle. And, yeah. they, and they, they, they name drop jingle jangle <laughs> as well. Yeah. The only, the only, everyone acts pretty decently in it. You know, it's a fan, it's a fan thing. They want to kickstart it and try to get enough money for 13 episodes, 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. The only thing is there is not a single teenage actor that passes for a teenager. (laughs) They don't even pass for 25 year olds. Uh, Daphne, I mean, perfectly great actress. And boy, if she's not 40. Uh, she, she's she's got uh, uh, crow, uh, crow's feet lines and and everything. Oh no! I mean, I mean, 
seriously, she's a great actress and one and fairly believable once she starts acting. But when they she first came up on screen, I'm like, oh, that's weird. Daphne's mom looks just like Daphne from the cartoon. Wait, <laughs> oh, no. oh no. So, in reference to the joy juice, yes, a character named Flim Flam from the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. That's it. Had a thing. Had a bottle of lots of lucky joy juice. Yep, that's it. That's it. Oh, flim flam. Yep. Nope. No. No. But uh, but no, it's it's good. The first episode is free on YouTube, and like they like I said, they're trying to kickstart the series. They have enough. Their Indiegogo has enough for the next episode, and I think what they're going to do is try to go episode by episode. That's probably the smarter thing to do. They're like, if we can make a million dollars right now, we'll just we can go ahead and greenlight everything. But if they can make 10 to 15,000 per episode, they can do it. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Check it out. Uh, Mystery Incorporated Hopefully, is what it's called. Uh, Warner Brothers doesn't, doesn't uh, hammer down on them. I mean, you it's know, they're probably not, parody, but it's I think it's different enough to be considered parody. And also they're not making money off of the show itself they're making money to off make of the show to make the show so it's, it's so there's no ads i mean in, it's like in it it's like uh it's like any other fan project yeah and until uh warner brothers decides that they want to do something like this then they'll crack down see, on I it. Wonder they should how, just hire them. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how this will compare to Mindy Kaling's Velma show, though. I see. I don't know. It might... Well, I see that as being more of a comedy. This is... And also, th- that's this animated. Is, yeah. This is, at most, black comedy, if not full-on uh, teen drama. 20-something drama. Do we want to just go long on the Check It Out? Yeah, just keep yeah, going. Because... Let's keep Josh going. hasn't gotten a turn yet. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Um. So I got a couple of things. Sure. Uh, we, I saw, um, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I mean, I love the first one so much, but there's no way. You know, I watched the first one and I was kind of mad about it. And the second one I was definitely mad about. <laughs> but like watching the second one and then immediately going and watching the third one, it makes zero sense. <laughs> really? Because in the second one... One of Grindelwald's big things about just wanting to start a war with human with the non magical humanity is because there's tragedy coming, and he even shows like a big magical hologram, whatever, of basically the beginning of World War II. Oh right, concentration I rem- camps. I remember that. Yeah, and the atomic bomb. Yeah, he's like, we got to stop these humans before they really start screwing stuff up. Yeah, like the the you know how long before they turn their weapons against us and yada that, yada yada. That's fun things to think about when I go to see my fun Magic Boy yeah. movies. Right. Yeah. But then you get into this movie. Humanity's worst atrocities. Yeah. And then and then we get into this movie and it's basically he wants to impose magical humanity as the ruling class of the world because they're just better. Also, you know, there's the whole like, you know, pure bloods, yada 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 yada. Oh sure. Yeah. That's so so they kind of so they took a villain where it's like He's doing bad stuff, and his logic is maybe flawed, but you can kind of see the pieces of what he yeah. wants to do, and now it's just like, oh, no, he's just a cartoon villain. Yeah. Pretty much. Now, oh, yeah. Pretty much. Now, now he's just magic racist. Yeah. That's that's a bummer. Yeah. I don't know. Harry to me. I mean, to be fair, they kind of get into that a little bit in the second movie, because when uh, Ezra Miller and... Uh, <laughs> oh, he's not coming back. There's another winner. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ezra Miller's in all three. Oh, he's not coming back for the fourth one. 
Well, I think his character might have died in the Good. third one. Good. They don't really... Well, it's going to be hard for him to act while in jail in Florida for messing Hawaii. up people's... Ho- or Hawaii. Hawaii. Her Hawaii, rather, for messing up people's homes multiple times. Man, there's so much talk of like of of people petitioning Warner Brothers to get him kicked out of the stuff. <laughs> uh, they're they're trying to they apparently there was a meeting to see how much of the Flash would have to be reshot to get him removed as the Flash in the Flash Flashpoint movie, the movie starring him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Hawaii, I saw a car the other day with Hawaii plates on it, and I was like. How? How did it get here? Is on a, it on a is boat? it a is it a boat car? It it was just a just like a regular car, like not one that would be worth like paying a bunch of money to put on boat. Somebody on did. Boat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess either that probably cheaper than buying a new car. I maybe, guess. Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It, Hawaii is really far away. Yeah. It, it is. It's just like that that is why a true are you fact. Here and how did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Unless they just took the plates off the car at home <laughs> and brought brought yeah. it to the one here. I don't know. That's we're weird. An, we're yeah. an educational oh, show. Oh, yeah. I don't Hawaii know. is far. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the 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 uh, uh, secrets of Dumbledore. Singer, singer, secrets of Dumbledore. How is Dumbledore in it? Is he Dumbledorelicious? <laughs> I don't know. But surprisingly enough, they come right out of the gate because like the whole movie starts with Dumbledore sitting in a sitting in like in a in a in a muggle restaurant or whatever mm-hmm. waiting for someone to show up and it's mad mickelson's because he is the new Grindelwald. oh sure yeah of course let's not touch on any of that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. less said about all of that yeah. the better but well mad mad mickelson's all right yeah, yeah. he's a good actor yeah. but uh they kind of have like this banter back and forth and they almost like a like an xavier magneto kind of thing oh yeah and he's like you know you would have and he's like you know albus you would have followed me for anything and then he's like, "What's well, because I was in love with you. They flat out talk about it. Well, might as well. <laughs> might as well because this is like supposedly the last one. So burn all the bridges while they can. Yeah. I, I, guess. I guess. But then they also like, you know, I don't, I'm debating if I should spoil the ending of the movie. Just do it. Yeah. Grindelwald yeah, gets away. Care. Grindelwald gets away when the movie. There, there's no defeat. He doesn't go to wizard prison. I mean, wizard, As, wizard, Azka, Mor- Azkaban. Morbius. Well, in the Morbskaban. Well, in the books, I don't think he went to Azkaban. I think he went to a different. He went to like a different wizard prison. Mm. Oh, Jingle Cropus. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, uh, and they hop around like all over the world in this movie, but they, a good portion of it takes place in Germany. Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, but they they go to like the German Ministry of Magic. And it's behind a secret wall in Berlin, and the and the symbol. So it's a, behind a Berlin wall. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> that's before that happens. Yeah, oh, I know. But I know. I'm symbol, aware. The symbol. It's, it's where it's where the Muggles got the idea for it. <laughs> the symbol is, you know, a very German-looking eagle, and it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh no. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things. It's like this is uncomfortable. <laughs> Somebody should have took another pass at that. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I know eagles and falcons and stuff are very prominent in German culture throughout their his their entire history. It's not quite that one, but it's real close. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. But I don't know. The movie was. Eh. 
it was okay, I guess. Mm. Jude Law is good in it. And some of the, it, it does have kind of like this weird, like magical spy plot to it because everybody has a different part of the plan. Nobody knows everything because apparently Grindelwald can see the future. So the whole thing to confuse him, to stop him from being able to stop them from stopping him was nobody knows everything. But wait a minute. That doesn't make sense because that would be, that would make sense if he were psychic. He does he have Garnet's future vision. But, like, if you know the future, you would still be able to see all the disparate parts being worked together to make the future. That, this, this movie is so full of plot holes, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That doesn't make he, sense. That's, almost, that's Gar- almost like saying that if you had bat DNA in you, you can fly like <laughs> Superman. He has Garnet's future vision where it doesn't affect predestination in some sort of way. I don't know. Oh, I mean, okay. Gar- Garnet can see the different paths, but she can't see what's actually going to happen. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, then that doesn't fit with this movie. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) it's okay. Versus my other check it out, which was uh, (laughs) the first two episodes of Obi-Wan because they came out today. (laughs) And it was very good, and I liked it a lot. Oh, cool. I don't want to get too much into it because I know you guys want to watch it. Yeah, and we'll save the rest of that discussion for next week. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, That's all. Well, though, speaking of Jared Leto, we I wa- we watched. I'd uh, rather not. Well, yeah, <laughs> we watched Girl Interrupted yesterday. Oh, he's in that. Yes. Oh, the first time I'd seen that movie in a long, long time. Like I remember the major players, but then like I'm sitting there and like, uh, when I'm a writer's character is hanging out with this guy, and I'm like, why does he look familiar? Why does he look familiar? And I looked him up. I'm like, it's that's Michael Jared, Morbius. It's Jared Leto. <laughs> why? That's Michael Morbius, the lead singer of Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. <laughs> oh, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers is an Obi Wan. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Weirdly, he does the voice of the kid from Wild Thornberries the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, what was his name? Danny. I believe. So. I think so. It's been so long yeah. since I watched Wild Thornberries. I mostly just remember her talking to the monkey. I, I watched that show a ton as a kid, and I can remember absolutely nothing about it. Oh, I, Nigel Thornberry. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, ni- yeah. Tim Curry. Because yeah. it's Tim Curry. Yeah, of course. Anyway, of course. that's that's all my check it out. So I don't want to get too deep into Obi-Wan because, you know, it's something we actually care about. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I've been playing a game. Um, I picked up on a lark. I picked up an old game on Switch, uh, Rogue Legacy. Oh, that's a good game. Yeah, Yeah. it's really good. It's a it's a a roguelike where you every time your character dies, it's a it's a dungeon crawler with every. It's it's basically Castlevania. Yeah, it's kind of Castlevania, but every time you load up a new game, the castle layout is different. Yeah, Hmm. and every time you die, you uh you assume the role of your um next of next of kin. That sounds kind of like sort of Ditto a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And, but this one, uh, your next of kin have all these randomly generated like stat points mm. and traits and traits and stuff like that. Like sometimes you're colorblind, so your run now is in black and white. That sounds fun. Or um, uh, there was a whole bunch of different yeah, ones. Yeah, there's a lot of weird ones. Yeah. Like weird fun stuff that I can't remember off the top of my head because it's been so there's long. There's like amnesia where you can't pull up a map for the entire run. Ooh. Like you for, it's like the the uh, uh flavor text is like you don't you can't remember where you are. So it's like you just can't pull up a map <laughs> and you're just going from room to room blindly. But as you go, you uh the main uh, gameplay loop is you collect gold as through your run 
And then during the setup phase for your next player, you can add to uh, trait scores or mm. buy new equipment or that. And then once you go back into the uh, the dungeon, or at least at the beginning of the game, when you go into the dungeon, the uh, uh, gatekeeper takes all your money. So you start off fresh mm. every time. And there, there so are some things like... So you like, can't just hoard money. Yeah. Uh, at this point... Uh, I have it so that uh, he only takes 50% of my money at oh. this point. So it actually makes it a lot easier to kind of accumulate, accumulate stuff. wealth. Yeah. 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 So you get to use the money to like build your mansion up higher. And yeah. Then... And by building your mansion, you get more defense or more attack power, yeah. or this, that, and the other. It's a, uh, it's really fun. Um, I mean, it's an old game. It's, I think it was an Xbox 360 or Xbox one. Game. It was something like that, but it I has. This, I, I played it on Steam back in the day. Yeah, it has a cool uh, pixel kind of uh, look to it. Yeah, and uh, the sequel just hit uh, version 1.0. It got out of um, early access uh, finally. Um, I've, I've been but meaning it's only to check on, it out, but it's not on Switch yet. And I play all my stuff like almost exclusively on Switch at this point. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, and it's and it was uh, relatively cheap. It was only like ten, twelve bucks to pick up. Uh, and I'll, download, I'll bet it was, you can get it on sale for like oh probably six for or seven more than likely. Yeah, it was originally released in 2013 on. Windows. Oh my god, that was just me. I just died. <laughs> uh, 2013. That was the sound of me for, collapsing <laughs> for Windows and Linux, and then PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PS Vita in 2014. God, it was on PlayStation 3. It was a PlayStation 3 game. Yeah. Oh. Xbox One in 2015 and Nintendo Switch in 2018. Wow. And yeah. iOS in 2019. Oh, I can't yep. imagine playing that on a phone. Oh, I can't Ooh. either. Oh, that would feel it's, terrible. It's hard enough. Regular. The bosses mm -hmm. are real nasty. They're, they're pretty tough. And I wish, the one thing I wish, I wish the boss uh, life carried over from run to run. Like, so that if when you go into the boss... And you got him down to like half health lot the first time. You can just knock him out a little bit easier. That, yeah, that keep way you get, away. Yeah, that's the one thing I wish that they would do. But I understand, you know, games are difficult sometimes. You gotta, you gotta do it legit. I get it. Is it like a souls like? <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning, actually, a it little bit. Of it, yeah, yeah <laughs> because you're gonna get in and like three three hits from someone, and you're gonna be dead after the first round. Like you're going to die a lot. I think I've died two hundred times. The runs take like five, ten minutes tops. So it's a really easy pick up and go game. And then you can just set it down and do something else. So it's a lot of fun. All right. So we've been actually been doing our check amounts for a while. I think we're just going to roll straight into the news at this point. So let me hit the old jingle here. Just thinking we haven't done a, a nonstop show in like a while. So. Yeah. I mean. We haven't done our rambling days in a minute. It's, yeah, this is a good rambling day. So let's let's ramble more about Morbius. <laughs> more. Let's Bius. talk Morbius about Morbius. Okay. So the memes. What kind of memes have you seen from the Morbius? Well, the funniest thing I think that people have been doing with Morbius. Did, did he is, turn himself into a pickle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the funniest that I've ever seen. seen yes. <laughs> is people have been playing the whole entire film on Twitch. Like yes. just streaming the whole thing on loop, and, and yes, that is against the rules, but they're but still no doing one cares. It. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, people have been doing that. People have been doing. I saw someone uploaded a TikTok of the entire movie sped up to twenty two seconds. <laughs> huh? Yeah, 
somebody was streaming the movie and they put extended trailer and the extended trailer was <laughs> the, the entire, entire, entire movie. film. Oh, that's great. I that's mean, really good. Where's the lie? Yeah. Listen, at this point, Sony should cut their losses and be like, you know what? Let's just ride this. Just make it public domain. If they make a Morbius 2, I guarantee the term it's Morbin time is going to show up yeah. in it. Oh, gross. I guarantee it. <laughs> no, because I feel like, I feel like, uh, not Hayam Saban, but whoever owns it Hasbro. Now. Hasbro. Hasbro doesn't care. No. <laughs> they haven't said it's Morphin time in so long. That's not the call anymore. That's just Mighty Morphin call. What do well, they then, say now? It's, it's whatever. Yeah, they generally Dino, say, Dino, Dino, Dino Fury power up. Dino Thunder power go. Power of the sword dinosaur. I don't know. Henshin. Yeah, right. They should. They should. But no. Yeah. The 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 memes and like the how Morbius has become so much bigger than this garbage movie. <laughs> deserves and, and not in a way that'll make sony any money which is the best part it is the room level it's the room of superhero movies yeah. i think in fact in fact that's one thing i forgot to mention the first third of the movie there are multiple characters whose entire role in the film is to walk on screen go hey dr morbius you sure are the best person around and then turn around and leave <laughs> not unlike People you're my in the room customer. saying, you're my favorite customer. <laughs> Johnny's so great. I did not give him blood cancer. I did not. I did not. I did not cure his blood cancer. I will not. I will not. Uh, oh, oh, hi, Vulture. The, the last the last thing I will say. And then we're, oh, hi, Vulture. Very good. That was the after that was, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the last thing I'll say about it, and then we'll move on to something else, because we got to stop talking about Morbius. But um, one good thing that Matt Smith does. So Morbius's I name mean, is Doctor Mike, Who. Doctor Who. <laughs> yes. Well, other than Doctor Who. But in the, in this film. So Matt Smith said that he watched a bunch of vampire movies to kind of get ideas for this. And he took a lot of his cues from the Lost Boys. And what is Morbius's first name? Michael. So uh, throughout the entire movie, whenever Matt Smith is being menacing, he is calling out to Morbius, much like Keith or Sutherland did in The Lost Boys by going, Michael, come on, Michael. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, yeah. I've never seen it. And I own it on Blu-ray. You I've should, never well, watched it. Well, you should see it. You should watch it recently. But they say the, the name Michael more than anything else in that script. Like tauntingly. <laughs> it's almost like how Job says it in uh, Arrested Development. <laughs> Michael. Michael. <laughs> I don't know. The way you said it like, almost reminded me of like the Warriors. A little, it is a little bit Warriors-esque Come as well. out and play. All right. So let's move on to some something else. Let's talk about some NES Online. So they added some new games. Uh, to... Yeah. What are those dinosaurs over at Nintendo put onto the uh, Nintendo Switch this time? Well, if you were looking for more games involving cavemen... <laughs> They uh, got you know, more. You know I wasn't. They found another one somehow. Oh my gosh. We've got What, what uh, was with the 90s and caveman games? Apparently there was a lot of them and they're really easy to license. Yeah. Now cuz now we have Congo's Caper about a little uh, caveman monkey boy uh trying to save his girlfriend from uh like the devil or something. Okay. Uh it's not the worst. I played a little bit of it last night cuz I hate myself i guess <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't though it's one of the better caveman games i would say on the snes online i don't i don't understand i mean i guess i do on yeah i do understand they're easy to license that's what i it mean was, but... what else is public domain other than prehistoric man <laughs> 
no matter what legislation is in play. The oh. only thing I can figure is the person in charge of picking out games for the Switch online service is a literal caveman. Oh, Mario RPG bad. Bad, no relate. Cannot relate to Mario RPG. <laughs> you know, Chuck Rock, good. You know, <laughs> license Chuck Rock. <laughs> you, you know, uh, Mario RPG is on the mini SNES. Yeah, why isn't it? Why on the is Switch? it not on the Switch? Because Everything there's else no that cavemen was, in it. There's no cavemen. <laughs> there's plenty of dinosaurs in the Mushroom Kingdom. You could argue that is Mario Gino a dinosaur? No, he's no. He's a he's is a, Mallow a dinosaur? He's a child's puppet toy. <laughs> then no cavemen. <laughs> yeah, no good. No <laughs> clubs. <laughs> no rock. <laughs> no rock. No roll. <laughs> But there's Thwomp. Not he's caveman, a living rock. Not Caveman Ninja. <laughs> not BC Racers. Not Caveman Olympics. <laughs> you've, been, you've been sitting on this for a few days, haven't you? You've been wanting oh, to do yeah. this I bit. Actually pulled, I actually pulled all those Caveman games off the top of my head. <laughs> There but are. I have been sitting on the bit for a couple of days. Yes. Oh, that's great. That's great. All right. Moving <laughs> Unga, on. Unga Bunga intensifies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on here, there is a trailer for the next Disney Plus uh, Marvel show, She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Fine. Yeah, I thought it, it looked looks good. fine. There are people that are complaining about it online that she's not beefy enough. Which I that's not wrong. I think she could stand to be more muscular. They're also calling her Fiona from Shrek. No. Oh, female with green skin, automatically yeah. female. Yeah. That is racist. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, yeah. I think it looks charming. I think it looks funny. Yeah, I think the show looks great. And and yeah, the muscles need a little more definition. But in the comics, She Hulk isn't built like Hulk. She Hulk yeah. is built like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. But even then, I don't even think then. she's Wonder Woman. She, she needs to look more like Natalie Portman in Thor. She, yeah, I think I think that's my I think that's the biggest thing. There are actresses in real life who are bigger than yeah than CGI She-Hulk Jennifer Walters. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think this should be a deal breaker. I don't for think anybody. no. I think it's I I think this is going to be more of a comedy series. Yeah, and I mean, I think if it's, they if they if they give it as much of the comic treatment as Hawkeye got. Yeah, it should be fine. I and and the CG they said is not final. They just slapped together a trailer because they wanted to. Yeah. Uh, well, because they were told they had to yeah. by this point because it's part of the algorithm. And, and it's been they've talked about it so long and we still hadn't actually seen her. Too, yeah. So it was about time. And it looks fine. I mean, also more more Mark, more Mark Ruffalo. That's fine. Mark yeah. Ruffalo's good. Uh, uh, Tatiana Man Mansla is that? Yeah. Yeah. She seems like she's going to fit in really well. She, you know, I liked her stuff in Orphan Black. Uh, she's a good actress. I think she'll be fine. Um, I think it's mostly just buttheads that want something to complain about. Yeah. Finding uh, this CG not being perfect and latching onto that. The, uh, at this point, there are more and more people that are waiting for Marvel and the MCU to slip. And they're, yeah, they're looking for stuff. Yeah. And people who see a female-led superhero show and say, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, those people are wrong, yeah. and they're bad, and they should feel bad. Well, and and they're like, Stan Lee's be rolling in his grave. Why can't you make an original character <laughs> without knowing that Stan Lee created She-Hulk? Partially created the yeah, character. Yeah, partially, yeah. And, yeah. 
I mean, come on. I, I like I love the fact that they are building on more of the the female younger crowd of characters like you know She Hulk, Kamala Khan stuff. Well, like they kind of had to because they the, they front loaded the MCU with a bunch of white dudes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to have something different. Diversity is good. Not saying that white dude superheroes are bad. It's I'm just saying there is room for others. There are many room, much room for yeah. others. There, look how many shows there are. There are so many shows. So many shows. <laughs> uh, all right, last thing. And uh, <laughs> this is something you want to. It's, it's Morbius. <laughs> no, so um, we're going to report a little bit about tax fraud. And it's not Yoshi. It's not Yoshi. Wait, wait what? Yoshi commits tax fraud. <laughs> he does. What does that have to? What he always—it's a known thing. It's a known thing. Yoshi commits tax fraud. Yeah. No. Anyway. Anyway, I'm not going to explain it. I just want you to be confused. Specifically, tax evasion. Yes. No. So this. uh, So there was a report from um, the U.S. government. Um, There was a bunch of arrests in Texas. Yes, the state Uh, of Texas. uh, Yeah. Apparently, a bunch of people had defrauded the COVID-19 Small Business Relief Fund by. Uh, basically claiming that they had they had more employees than they than they actually did that they needed more funds than they actually did and they used a lot of the funds for personal use instead of towards their business. businesses yeah and so there were a bunch of names there's like 16 names on this list that they were all arrested and arraigned uh one of them happened to be a gentleman by the name of jason lawrence geiger and he had no th- relation to the painter right he had or a couple the of counter. He had a couple of aliases <laughs> on the actual arraignment. Uh, these are actually on the arraignment. Uh, Jason Lawrence Geiger, aka Austin St. John, aka the Red Ranger. <laughs> there is a actual government, government document, document stating they, his name is the Red Ranger. They didn't have to do that, but they did. Yeah. So Jason <laughs> from from Mighty Morphin Power season Rangers one, season one, and partial two, and and he the came original, back in CEO and that sort of thing. The original Red Ranger. The original Red Ranger uh, committed some uh, COVID relief fraud and is allegedly, allegedly. Um, although they wouldn't be arraigning these people, <laughs> if, they wouldn't have arrested these people if. They didn't have there sufficient wasn't evidence. some kind of smoke to this fire. Yeah. Um, of course, he is vehemently denying it from a statement from his um, entertainment uh, publicist. Uh, it's one of his not his many, lawyer. It's one of his many employees. Uh, one of his many employees. <laughs> but apparently, the the thing stated that he uh, acquired roughly two hundred and twenty five thousand dollars and used a hundred and ninety two of it for personal use. Woof. That was supposed to go to small his small business is the small business being hi I'm the Red Ranger let's go to conventions. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought he was like a firefighter or an EMT or something. He was a military EMT after he left Power Rangers. Okay, but he uh, he came back in a big bad way after uh, a few years ago. Um, I was lucky enough to go to one of his first conventions when he came back when he was charging almost nothing for his for his uh, autographs and pictures. Uh, because there's no way I would pay the money now. <laughs> is that where you got that one? Yep, sure is. <laughs> he but... saw the money Jason David Frank was making for doing very little and like, mm-hmm. well, I want me some of that. Yeah, time to get on that con circuit. Um, so, you know, I, I don't wish the downfall of anyone, but if he truly did do... Defraud the U.S. government. Do, do something <laughs> yeah, if illegal. He did, if he did the crime... he should do the time. Um, Zordon I do th- is so disappointed, the, though. The actor... 
believe yes actually <laughs> what? david fielding on twitter the night that all this went down there was just one tweet that just he just goes well how's your night going <laughs> because i'm sure he got a million questions about it as well do you think he defrauded zordon during the sh- in oh, the fiction of the show oh absolutely <laughs> Well, he def- I mean, he was the gold ranger when he came back to Zeo. <laughs> oh, he I- stole the powers from those three guys. That was one power ranger. Trey of Triforia. Hey, Zordon, I need to borrow like a couple bucks yeah. <laughs> for, for Buzz Fair Home. Yeah. He's like, I can teleport you. I just need a couple bucks. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, if he needs a good lawyer, I know where they can find one. The the Ranger from Lo- the Red Ranger from Lost Galaxy only acted to to uh, fun law fun school. Law, law school. school. So he's like a lawyer in like Connecticut or something. I now. think it's funny he has little action figures yeah. of himself on his desk. Oh yeah, he has a bunch of pictures that say "Better Call Leo" because <laughs> his character was Leo in the show. And, yeah, and it's like Better oh, Call and, Saul. Uh, yeah, it looks like the Better Call Saul logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oddly enough. This is not the worst thing a Red Power Ranger has done. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Remember that time a year and a half ago when uh, Wild Force Red killed his roommate with the samurai sword? Over an alleged drug money? As uh, Allegedly, it was self-defense or drug money. <laughs> uh, yeah. But if it was a Power Ranger sword, though. Oh, that would have been the best. Yeah. That would have been. Oh man, that the like the legacy, like, the legacy power sword. <laughs> yeah, from Mighty Morphin, mm-hmm. the actual diecast Pro- metal one, prop lo- replica power yeah. sword. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so yeah, I again, I don't wish ill on on most folks, but if he if he did the crime, you know, he's got to do. He's got to go to Morphin Jail. <laughs> yeah, I hope that they look into his funds and maybe perhaps look into some of the actions of some of the other Power Rangers. And maybe look into the Yellow Ranger, Karen Ashley, where she took all that money for the order from that Indiegogo and did nothing with it. Where's my, where's my movie, Karen? I gave you 20 bucks. Where's my movie, Karen? Uh, for a second there, I was like, I was like, leave Trini alone. She passed away. No, Trini's, Trini's fine. It's Karen Ashley who's the, who's the alleged uh, fraudster. Allegedly. No, yeah. there's no alleged. Until that movie comes out, there is no alleged. She pocketed over $100,000. Of fan money and did including nothing. Including yours. Including 20 of mine and did nothing with it. <laughs> Are they going to lock uh, Austin St. John up in like a tube like Zordon? I, yeah, it's either a tube <laughs> or a dumpster and throw him on the moon. Much yeah. like R- Rita. Yeah, for a yeah. thousand years. Yeah, I think it's weird that the that the state of Texas uh, uh, hired Goldar <laughs> to, uh, to, to, uh, to write the arraignment. I mean, or the... the, the, the you know, form or whatever. How? I mean, he called him out like Red Ranger. I'm going to throw you in prison, Red Ranger, to the prison dimension. And with that, That's I think a good we've times. Th- yep, we, we've done it. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up for the week. You have been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Patreon, and TikTok at Nerd Overload Now. You can get, send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. Uh, just whatever you want. Ideas, uh, questions, comments. Same with our new improved hotline that's <laughs> <laughs> the, the same hotline. It's five eight six three seven two eight zero two zero. It is working now. Give us a call. Say, Leave us a the, message. Yeah, the, the the new part is that it works now. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. I think we should change the name of the show to Nerd Overload Plus, just to fit in with all the streaming services. <laughs> nerd Morbiload? <laughs> no, nerd. Oh, no. You're going to the jail dimension. Morb, morb Morbiload. <laughs> okay, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs>